gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gaish. The podcast that's always the drama princess, never the drama queen. Oh, that's sad. I know. We need to have better blow-ups. No, no, because cause no um, no drama princes are asking us to the fuck. B- <laughs> is that how Cinderella ended? <laughs> in my version, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today we're going to talk about don't ask, don't tell. And... Other ways, queer people are silenced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But first. But first. So it is, we are recording this on Pi Day. Pi Day. I know it's not Pi Day for you, (gasps) gentle listener. Do bisexuals just have to stay inside? Okay, my theory (laughs) is that bi people don't recognize this day. So their calendars, all bi calendars, go right from 313 to 315. Uh, it's already the Ides of March for them. Yeah, they get... Beware. <laughs> and eventually, all bi people are going to be one day ahead, so that adds up. You know, they celebrate Christmas a day sooner. The next year, it's two days sooner. Wow. And soon, they're living entirely different lives. Yeah, well, I mean, their lives are pretty different. Yeah, they're a little, di- they're a little different. Yeah. Uh, what did you got? Stephen Hawking died last night, and I'm really, really sad. I'm really sad. Like... I now know what it's like for other people when a celebrity dies. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, um, it not only is it Pi Day, which is great. Um, it w- I mean, it was it was for him. Like this seems fitting. It's also uh, Albert Einstein's birthday. Oh yeah, because I saw some meme of him looking sad and being like, "When Happy someone birthday. else dies, <laughs> when it's yeah." Anyway, yeah, I'm real sad. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm over it now. I'm okay, let's, let's move on. <laughs> um, I did want to talk about this study that I found, not study, and I didn't find it. <laughs> okay, you're off to a good start with a story, whatever it is. I'm into it. Uh, Pink News, uh, which is a UK site, mm-hmm. pinknews.co.uk. That's so annoying. Next trip. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine? We have it so lucky how privileged we are to not have to type three extra characters to get to our <laughs> so websites. So easy, just calm. We're just what everything is. Um, a study of users of YouPorn, the website YouPorn, discovered that straight men watch gay porn 23% of the time. So self-identified straight men are watching gay porn on YouPorn 23% of the time. It's a lot, right? It seems like a lot. Yeah, that does seem like a lot. Um, and 39% of straight women. That's also a lot. Also a lot. The straight women thing I get, right? Like, by the way, gay porn in this context specifically means on camera to men going at it. Okay. N- not, not lesbians. Oh, got it, got it. The study also discovered that 24% of self-identifying straight men have had gay sex. What? That's way... I wonder... Are those UK numbers? Are UK people more gay? Because the study I looked at before was like, it was way less than that. It was 25,000 people in the UK and 9,000 in Australia. Oh, maybe UK and Australian dudes are just way more progressive and get their dude fucking on. I guess. Like, they're not they're not threatened by it or something. I mean, my other theory was how many of those guys are just closeted. Like, yeah, I'm straight. I identify as straight. I live my life as straight. But I'm really bi or gay and just... Yeah. You know, yeah, 
Yeah, also, okay. No, that I think that does match up to... Oh, I'm wrong. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Straight women watch lesbian porn 39% of the time. Oh, got it. But we don't do know that from TV or movies, I forget how we realize this, that lesbians do watch gay male porn on occasion. Right, which, is, which isn't part of this number. Yeah, okay. I, I, just, I just read the question. The question they asked was, how often do you watch same-sex porn where the participants are the same gender as yours? Hmm. Huh. And 23% of male identifying heterosexuals answered yes. I feel like that's uh, that's more than the straight people I found watch gay porn. But then again, I also forget everything. So it might be right on target. Hmm. So it's either different than I expected or the same as what I expected. I have to admit, I also only clicked on the article because of um, a, a, there was a picture of Sean from Sean Cody in the shower. <laughs> I like that's the annoying part about putting shirtless dudes in like th anything you're trying to do is like it works yeah, right? yeah. it's so annoying we need we need to hold auditions for our shirtless dude yeah that just does things for us that we post to the what like that wouldn't get any we, we we'll just we'll have him we'll uh we'll write things on his abs and <gasps> we'll use that to go viral can i be the one that greases him up i don't know why he's greased up in this scenario you grease him up all right on him it'll okay. be great <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a plan uh, the other thing that i wanted to talk about is uh this is just a fucking amazing story if you ask me this was on vice and there was a white pride facebook group oh good and this person and i'll post this picture to to the uh to the website is it an ab abd gentleman shirtless no, abs no, gentleman no no oh, okay. one that i know of maybe okay maybe um let's see who what was this person's name dumbass mcshitface virgil texas is this person's pen name at the very least uh and i'm assuming virgil is a dude yeah virgil's a dude um joined the group worked his way up in the ranks of the group to become a moderator of the group an administrator of the group and changed the group to lgbt southerners for michelle obama <laughs> <laughs> so suddenly all of these white pride fuckers like oh, logged onto facebook to see that they belonged to a group called <laughs> lgbt southerners for michelle obama that's incredible isn't that great um also michelle obama's face in that is perfect it's like yeah yeah i'm here yeah. <laughs> fuck you yeah it's, it's michelle obama giving some real face <laughs> and then a gay flag and a jewish flag <laughs> behind her i love it so much i well, just i imagine the moment that each one of them personally logged in and was like what the fuck am i on <laughs> Ah, uh, who am I? Why am I here? What am I doing? Am I gay? Like, did I, did I come out in a dream? Okay. I used to come here to feel good. <laughs> and now I feel all kinds of feelings and apparently support Michelle Obama. They now. really are trying to convert me and it works. <laughs> and, and I'm in. This is how sexuality works. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's awesome. What uh, do you got? I, because we're talking about Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Mm-hmm. I wanted to read an email from one of our queer uh, military members. Oh, okay. Um, so, Is he hot? Uh, yes. Okay. In my mind. Okay. He might be our shirtless model. Okay. Uh, his name is Jesus, and he says, Hey, guys, yours is the first LGBTQI podcast I've ever followed. Normally, I listen to TED Talks or Everyday Einstein 
Ooh. 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 Quite the company we're keeping. I know. We, one of these is not like the other. One of these is way stupider. Okay. Not sure if this is a topic you'd be interested in, but if you want to talk about not fitting in, imagine LGBTQI men and women coming out of the military. Hmm. That is a topic we want to talk about. Good news. Okay. I served during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Then they passed DOMA, which like, fuck. Um, yeah. It, uh, it was a shitty feeling. Uh, knowing I could die for my country, just can't marry. Uh, but my platoon was great and supportive. I was a part of an amazing group of men, and the camaraderie was unlike anything I've ever experienced in the civilian world. Then I'm discharged and have a harsh reality to adapt to. Where does a former gay Latino Marine fit in? I'm guessing it's former marine yeah i don't think he's probably, formerly gay or formerly pro- probably latino. still latino still latino probably still gay still gay okay <laughs> i just just for clarification okay it was hard enough to adapt to civilian life but adapting to gay civilian life was a nightmare and that was almost 20 years ago wow. Shit. um i can't imagine what the new generation of veterans are feeling now people like to say thanks for your service or something equivalent but all veterans want regardless of gender or sexuality is to come home to a country the one they fight to defend that cares for one another and gets along we were a motley crew of people from every walk of life and assorted backgrounds but we came together and created a bond of trust loyalty and honor things it feels like have no place in the civilian world hmm. Ooh. i yeah. mean yeah that's true like coming back to fighting for our country and then coming back to like people bickering over dumb shit that we all do must be right 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 or how incensed people get over what must seem like pretty minor issues when you've been shot at yeah yeah (laughs) um Um, so i've had this thought a couple of times recently that that we're sort of running out of things that we can talk about (laughs) like I wasn't in the military, mm-hmm. I, and I know that you weren't, assume. Unless you don't know my background. <laughs> I mean, maybe you're in a witness protection program. Yeah, I was, uh, it was a weird, uh, I was a weird 13-year-old. Yeah, that I have no doubt. <laughs> um, so, we should, I mean, we need, to, we need to find lots of people to talk about a bunch of really interesting topics um, to come on the show and, and help us with it, because we're, I feel like we're at the end of like, the very little interesting things that we've talked about are, are now exhausted. <laughs> I don't know. My BSing knows no bounds. So I'm comfortable. You were speaking for trans women just a little I, bit ago. I've spoken for my people. I, you know, there are plenty of, there are plenty of people I'm happy to, uh, incorrectly speak about. Yep. Good. Yeah. Uh, but yes, you're right. Uh, more, more experts about more topics needed. So if you're an expert in something that doesn't suck, let us know. <laughs> if you're an expert at sucking, let us know. Let us know. Um, speaking of experts, yeah, um, we have Jeffrey Masters coming on the show. He yeah. is the host of the podcast LGBTQ and A. That's a cute name. I know. It took me a second to get it. Don't tell Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> but uh, oh, he has interviewed uh, tons of gay people. I think he interviewed Aaron Carter. He just recently interviewed Shangela from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Ooh. Um, and so he is he's an expert at talking about the human experience and what it means to be queer. So we're going to talk to him about none of that <laughs> and talk about whatever we're going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, which is don't ask, don't tell. Yep. 
and uh, other times that gay people don't have a voice, which I thought was a great idea because he's used to asking a bunch of questions. So we're, we're turning around on him and saying, yeah, don't, don't, ask. don't ask, just don't, just don't. <laughs> we do want him to tell a little bit, but tell a little bit, whatever. A silent person is a little bit challenging to be on a podcast. Should we take a break? Let's take a break. And then we'll bring him on. Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Hey there, I'm Charnell and I'm one half of the What About Your Friends podcast. Every week, my good friend Frankie and I talk about all the things that are taking up space in our head. Now, that's everything from pop culture and politics to the messier things like love and relationships. So join us every Tuesday as we laugh and sometimes cry our way through life as queer men of color. We're available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Stitcher. So until the next time we speak, behave, be well, be safe, and make some good choices. Are we back? We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> uh, we are here with uh, Jeffrey Masters, and he is the host of LGBT Q&A uh, podcast, where he asks uh, queer people about their lives. Hey, Jeffrey. Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, can you uh, tell us just a little bit about uh, your podcast before we jump into our topic? Of course, yeah. Uh, it is a weekly interview podcast for different LGBTQ people. So that means artists, actors, authors, activists. We've had transgender veterans, transgender uh, immigrants, uh, and uh, people across the entire board of pe- uh, community. Um, and you had Shangela on recently. And I feel like even though we are mostly going to talk about Don't Tell, I have to ask about Shangela for our gayer listeners. <laughs> Yeah, so Shangela is a finalist on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars right now, and um, just a, really a bitch. You know, I'm totally kidding. She was amazing. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I was hoping kind. you were going to give us, like, the background scoop and say that she was horrible and difficult to work with or something. Yeah, you know, she's been around for so long that she, and she's such a hard worker. I don't think she would uh, still be working if she was anything but lovely. <laughs> okay. Plus, that's probably the right thing for you to say as well. <laughs> yeah, I guess if it was not the case, I also wouldn't tell you. <laughs> Fair. I mean, drag queens are terrifying. They will take you out. Yeah, no, you got to be nice. You know what, though? They kind of have the reputation of being late and possibly hard to work with, like maybe diva stuff. And I've worked with a lot. I've interviewed a lot, like Trixie Mattel and Katya, and they've been on time or earlier, and they're just completely lovely, amazing, hardworking people. So I'm like the biggest fan. Yeah, yeah well, and uh, we have a mutual friend who once uh, leaving a bar uh, had some people start throwing gay slurs at him and then right behind him this seven foot drag queen came out and like totally got in these people's face and scared them off for him um they're definitely like part of the community and not afraid to kick some ass when they have to and uh yeah yeah totally sorry dogs (laughs) there's nothing at the door so they decided to bark um all right so we are going to uh jump into talking about don't ask don't tell um and other ways that uh, gay people have been silenced. And there's uh, probably a million uh, different ways, but these are just a few of the ones that we wanted to talk about. So, Mike, why don't you get us started? Yeah, I I mean, the idea for having Don't Ask, Don't Tell be our topic really was based in the actual policy that the military had, which is what I'm going to talk about. But then also, 
people may not realize it, but don't ask, don't tell is sort of the de facto policy in all kinds of places, right? There's work, there's family events, there's church, there's like all of these different contexts in which you're asked as a gay person not to disclose your sexuality and this sort of tacit understanding that nobody's going to ask you about it either. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but don't ask, don't tell actually, uh, I, We've, we've said this a lot on the podcast recently that there are young people that might not even remember these kinds of things. Like uh, Don't Ask, Don't Tell has not been a thing since 2011. Hmm. It's 2018. There might be some people in their early 20s that just missed the whole thing because they were a stupid teenager not paying yeah. attention, right? Or some seven-year-olds that are listening to podcasts that are way too <laughs> old for them. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, Jeffrey, do you remember like this policy growing up and what kind of how it affected you? I'm very young, so I'm a little bit offended by that. But um, I do remember <laughs> just like the concept. Are you the seven-year-old? I remember the concept. And, but, uh, thank you. Almost. <laughs> um, I'm actually seven now. Um, no, I do remember um, the concept, don't ask, don't tell, being talked about. And, um, you know, this is like adopted in other areas of life. And what that teaches young people and def definitely taught me was, oh, as long as I don't tell anybody and as long as nobody knows, it's going to be totally fine. Yeah. yeah. You know? So like my like stress and around like sexuality only dealt around people finding out. I actually didn't care myself, which is like a weird, like uh, difference, you know? I've never thought about that distinction, but yeah, that's really interesting. So you were like down with the pain, like that's cool. But yeah, almost like before sex acts, it was like, you know what? I'm actually fine with this and I'll just never tell anybody. And that's going to be totally fine. Yeah. That really resonates with me. Like, just be aware. Like, yeah, okay. I'm out to myself, but just going to absolutely keep it under wraps. Um, I never really thought about whether don't ask, don't tell had anything to do with it, but I think that it definitely could have right. Culturally. Yeah. This is like the government putting this out there, you know? Yeah. Um, it, the, the, the policy went into effect during the Clinton administration. It was in 1994. So, uh, do the math. What does that mean for timing? I, I don't know, Jeffrey, are you good at math? You can, you can math us up here. <laughs> 94 was, uh, 24 years ago. Oh man. <laughs> you, I was hoping you'd be bad at that. So I would, it would make me feel better about Yeah myself uh, yeah so it was like 17 18 years that this was in in place um and it was supposed to it was sold at the time as a way to protect everybody involved but uh the, the official policy was you do not ask other soldiers what their sexuality is and if you are gay you don't tell anybody that you're gay while you're in uniform but i was interested in why that had to happen yeah so when you when you back up it turns out that the military had prohibited homosexuals or bisexuals uh, from participating in same-sex sexual behavior since the Revolutionary War. So that could get you kicked wow. out. Of, that could get you kicked out of the military since the 1700s in the United States, anyway. That's crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. That like before there was even words for like homosexuality and like bisexuality that they were still banning like the acts, you know? Yeah, like some people think that gay people just like sprang out of the closet in the fifties or the seventies, and <laughs> like no, we've been we've been we've been fucking people in the ass for like centuries now. <laughs> that's not and don't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> so what I thought was interesting was that was that would get you a dishonorable discharge, which. 
in the military, the way that you're discharged is like super important, right? Yeah. Like if you have an honorable discharge, you can pretty much re-enter society and do whatever. But a dishonorable, dishonorable discharge, you might as well be a convicted felon, really, for as far as like your employability or how you're treated when you get home, right? Yeah. They tried to sort of go softer on that a little bit by uh, in the 40s, um, they started screening people and they had a checklist that included homosexual versus normal that was one of the boxes <laughs> on, on on the on the on the form intake form and then in 1944 they made a new policy where homosexuals were committed to military hospitals examined by psychiatrists i think to make sure that you were actually gay when you got caught doing something gay and then uh, you were you were given a blue discharge, which I feel like that sounds like Smurf jizz to me. Um, and then, but a blue jizz discharge was quote not honorable or dishonorable. But since gay people were the only reason that you got blue discharged, that everybody knew. Oh. And then the Clinton administration came into power, and there was all of this pressure to ban gay people from the military completely not unlike the transgender ban that is being discussed now. And this was sort of the compromise. We'll just say, don't ask, don't tell, and it'll be fine. Yeah. So uh, it finally it finally passed. In 2010, after a whole bunch of debate, there were even filibusters against it. GOP um, senators and, and House wow. members uh, felt strongly enough about not repealing don't ask, don't tell, that they, they filibustered. Uh, but they finally got it through December 15th of 2010, uh, in the House, and the vote was 250 to 175, so it was not overwhelming by any means. Um, and then uh, three days later, December 18th, the Senate um, voted 65 to 31. And then President Obama signed it December 22nd, so it was like a Christmas present. <laughs> hey, you can be <laughs> yourself and not worry about it, and it's fine. But, Merry Christmas. But I, I, think, I think we should talk about other ways that we think Don't Ask, Don't Tell maybe affected everything yeah so um something i wanted to talk about is by erasure so we've mentioned this before oh, yeah, the band the, <laughs> the band by erasure <laughs> they make music for boys and girls um they uh the definition by erasure is the the denial of the existence or legitimacy of by people and i i found a couple interesting stats that I wanted to share with both of y'all. Um, so I'm going to ask first, what percentage of the like LGBTQ umbrella do y'all think are bi people? Jeffrey, I'll start with you. I would guess 50%. Okay. Mike. Uh, half. Yeah. 50%. All right. Well, this game isn't fun anymore. <laughs> it is. It's oh, it was a game. Did we win something? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, it was actually 52%. So oh. you were super wrong. Are these prices right rules? <laughs> yeah. But you should have said 51. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So then I will go ahead and say, I was super surprised about that. I thought most <laughs> people would be gay or lesbian. Um, apparently, I might be the, alone in that. Okay, so yeah, 52% of people are bi, 31% are gay, and 17% are lesbian. Okay. I mean, the more I've learned about it, the more I like realize, you know, probably a lot more people are bi than even they think because of the spectrum of sexuality, but... Um, well, and back to the don't ask, don't tell thing, that's the 
quote unquote perfect setup is to be by because you can totally just focus on your straight relationships or, or you know make those the most visible right and then yeah. you sort of have this protective bubble uh, around you built in and that's that's why it's easy to forget by people too I think or you know they get a lot of pressure to just conform yeah be straight if, if since that's an option for you and I think there's also a challenge of like how much do you uh, you know if you are in a uh, relationship with an opposite gender person you know, uh, even though you're bi and you're really proud to be bi, like everyone just takes you at straight. So there's like weird, unique challenges I think that come with being bi. Jeffrey, do you have bi? Totally. Do you have bi people on your show with any sort of regularity? I kind of avoid them. Um, no, I, yeah, I, we actually <laughs> have. Um, like I'm really proud of like our diversity of experience. To be honest, so we've had many, many um, bisexual people. Um, when it was bi week, I remember uh, like. Last year, I went through and like highlighted all of them on social media, and we had um, you know almost one every month. Okay, that's cool. Um, do they has bi erasure been something you talked about with them? Yeah, it's come up with um, a lot of authors I've had on are bisexual, like Joseph Osmondson and Melissa Phoebos. Um, Nico Tortorello is a very prominent bisexual person. Um, Sierra um, Sada Ramirez is bisexual. Um, I actually got in trouble on my podcast once because I was saying to somebody that I couldn't name a single bisexual celebrity just like off the top of my head at that moment. It's not, not in life, just like they they exist, but like at, at this very moment, I can't name one. And people wrote in and were like livid. And I was like, that was kind of proving my point though. And like the larger context that <laughs> bi is so invisible, you yeah. know? It was gotcha journalism. Oh, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Carter is bisexual. We had him on. Um, but one of the big things that I see as a theme uh, is that the bi people who are really ingrained in queer culture, if they are going to date an opposite member of the sex, then it's probably going to be somebody also queer just because if they date somebody who's straight, then they feel completely removed and even doubly so more invisible yeah. within our own community. Uh, that's an interesting point. Yeah. yeah we're, we're pretty... We're pretty shitty to buy people, right? Like, yeah. It, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry, buy people. Did that make up for it? Yeah. Okay. All's good now. I think it's so. I think it's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the more important question is, did you ask Aaron Carter who would win in a basketball game between him and Shaq? Um, no, I did not. I did ask if he still wants candy, though. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait, isn't that Mandy Moore? Uh, I don't know. Is wrong? <laughs> I won't tell Aaron Carter. I thought he sang the song "I Want Candy." Oh, oh, maybe he did. I'm thinking, um, Miss and you like candy. The first. Oh yeah, she sings the song "Candy" too. Uh, wow. Yeah, his is "I Want Candy." <laughs> um, so, so it was definitely a joke. It was just a bad joke. <laughs> just to be clear. Welcome to the gayish. <laughs> you fit in very well. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, one more fun fact. I, I love ending, uh, segments on downers. So one more fun fact about bi people is they have higher rates of anxiety, depression, and other mood disorders than both heterosexuals and gays and lesbians. So all of the, like a lot of those stats about, you know, gay lesbian people have higher rates of depression. Everything bi people have it even worse. If they ate more pie, it would probably fix that. They, we know that they don't <laughs> believe in it. So, uh, Mike and I have a theory that we're working on that bi people don't make 
or eat pie? Neither. They just they, yeah, nothing they to do with pie. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of their things. And nobody's nobody's written in to prove us otherwise. So yeah. Um, I'm I'm on I'm on the mission. I will find out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Please do. Needs to be <laughs> every interview you do with a bi person. <laughs> um, okay. So the last thing we're going to talk about is the U.S. Census. Oh God, those fuckers. <laughs> Just count the shit. Like, how hard is it? <laughs> um, so did y'all hear the uh, this news story when it came out about the, uh, the, the LGBT question they removed? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of vaguely heard about that and then was like angry, you know, did my little like I was angry and indignant for a hot second. And then like I, I don't know, took a shower, like didn't everything else normal about my day. So I did a little bit more investigation into um, what happened and they made me more angry, which is great. Um, so the uh, census has never included questions about LGBT people. They're not asking, so we can't tell. <laughs> They're literally not asking. I didn't realize how well this fit into the theme on accident, but <laughs> thank you for making that connection. No, that's what I'm here for. Planned. Making obvious connections. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Okay. Um, the LGBT categories, I didn't realize this part of it. And since y'all were really great at guessing percentage of the bi people, I'm guessing y'all already knew this. The LGBT categories uh, were actually uh, proposed uh, for the 2020 census under the Trump administration. So their administration actually, it was under his administration that they proposed the questions. Huh. And then on the same day, they posted a retraction. So it's all, it, I don't know the details, but it sounds like, it seems like they posted something and then someone was like, hey, <laughs> no gay people, no. And then they just immediately removed it. Mike's shaking his head angrily. Just the, the, the whole administration is just such a shit show. Like what? what i don't understand how they operate right like that's so rinky dink to post a bunch of questions and then have somebody in the back room somewhere get pissed about it and lay pressure and get them removed and all of it's opaque to us we have no idea how it happened or why and it just feels like that happens a lot with these fuckers yeah I mean, this is like a massive fucking problem here. The fact that we're not being counted and we can't like see like how big we are or small we are and how it's just like, it's huge. It's got like massive implications. Yeah. Um, and you'd think like, even if you hated uh, queer people, you'd like, I don't know, you'd want to know the size of the problem that you hate. Like you'd want to know, it seems like you'd want to know data either way. Well, okay. So this is interesting. Uh, when, uh, when Washington passed referendum 71 and we had the everything but marriage here, uh, it was a different process for getting ref 71 than a marriage. Uh, you didn't go to the county courthouse. You had to fill out a form and send it into the state directly. And there was a database that people could then check your status in case they didn't believe you. And at the time, there were a whole bunch of gay people that I knew that said, well, then I'm not going to do it. I don't want them to know where I am. Like the idea being mm. in a sort of paranoid way, right? Like when the when when all hell breaks loose and we have Nazi regime in our country, I don't want them to have my address so they can come hunt me down and get rid of me because I'm gay. Um, hmm. I, I, so that, that sounds like people's complaints about like DACA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I don't know. 
that so at the time so that was ref 71 was like 2010 2011 something like that and that seemed ridiculous to me but now now that we have trump in the white house <laughs> it kind of feels plausible like maybe i don't want them to know where i am oh see i think that i always joke that like our concentration camp is gonna be so much fun oh god yes <laughs> imagine the it's, theme parties it's gonna be it's gonna look great <laughs> Hopefully like I'll a... share a bunk with y'all. Like it's me decorated amazingly. I think a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Hopefully they put us in SoCal somewhere though. Like we, they don't give us somewhere shitty like Minnesota. <laughs> oh, I can't do cold weather now. <laughs> We've offended uh, Jews, Nazis, and Minnesota in the past thirty yeah. seconds. They're I'm Jewish. To... It's fine. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't. We didn't go. Okay. We also didn't go into too much of your background. Are you a uh, maybe like a secret Trump supporter <laughs> that we need to know about? And be more. You know, I won't say publicly who I voted for. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, oh <laughs> I, I thought that probably meant you voted for Jill Stein, but oh god, if you're if you're a, a gay personality at all, no. that means you voted for Trump, right? Because it's like when a celebrity gets asked their sexuality and they're like, uh, "I'm that's private," and you're like, "Oh, that boy gay." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Funny. I mean, I know a couple actually a podcaster who like revealed on air that he voted for Trump, <gasps> and after my outrage, I was like, why wouldn't you just keep it secret? <laughs> just like, don't tell people. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't tell. Ask, don't tell. <laughs> um, okay, the part of this that made, I, I knew a little bit of those. I didn't know that it was like the same day that they were like, hey, everything's fine. Uh, nope, and then take it back. But uh, something else that made me like, it just doesn't make sense to me is there is a marketing survey called Census Barriers, Attitudes, and motivators survey and besides being a really convoluted name the goal is to help the census bureau market to hard to count populations uh, minorities to help get them to participate in the 2020 census and they put out a marketing survey to try to figure out or try to get lgbt people or no sorry lgb people to learn more about them to help better get them to fill out the census which is mm. very confusing that like you would not want to ask LGBT people about themselves, but yet you do a study to figure out how to best get them to fill it out. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It, that just doesn't make sense to me. And uh, of course, in a lot of these, uh, uh, they only focus on LGB people and not trans people, which is something I run into time and time again that we, you know, as much as we don't study LGB people, we don't study trans people even more. Um, and there's not a lot of data about them. Does the census still keep track of gender? I going to venture to say yes, but I don't, I'm guessing I know what your next question is. I mean, I'm, I'm really not sure, but the, and, and the oh. question is, is it is it still just M or F? Like, do you have yeah. to choose one if you're non-binary? That's a good question. Facebook fixed it. Why can't we, Facebook should do our fucking census. They know everything about everybody. They are, yeah. They, you they fucked up our election. Come on. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, good point. But they are, like, we wouldn't even have to fill out the survey. They'd just, they'd just be like, here are all this person's answers. They just hit print. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> okay. They for sure know I'm gay based on the ads that they show me. <laughs> oh, do you? I get underwear ads so much. That's all they think I want in Palm Springs. I don't even know what mine are. <laughs> <laughs> you don't? I, I feel like uh, that's like 
the thing I see every time I go oh. to Facebook is like. Okay, I'm looking now. Mine are Athletic Greens, which is a dietary supplement. Okay. Um, yep. Yep. And mine is Fin Habits, a thing about like smart investing. So Facebook is ambiguous about my sexuality. <laughs> wow. Huh. That's surprising to me, given you host a queer podcast. You'd think they would... I don't you know. have no idea what my search history is. I That is very true. And now we're going to move to a new segment called Jeffrey Masters Reads His Search History. <laughs> sure, whatever you want. <laughs> I, do, I, I do wonder on, on Facebook, does your podcast have a Facebook group or Facebook page? A page, yeah. A page. Um, uh why did I ask that? I had a reason for asking that. Do you, like people that join the group or page, do they, do we know, does Facebook then like put them into the gay category? Yeah, let's go with that. Sure. <laughs> um, you can have like little icons for your group. And I, I bet you any group you're a part of that has a rainbow icon, they're just like, yep, that person's gay. I mean, like, all, all, like 100%. In all seriousness, if this was like Nazi Germany and they were like hunting out the gays, it's all so easily available, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Man. If I meet somebody gay, in the, or excuse me, if I meet like, a guy in LA and I'm like into him and I don't actually know his sexuality, or if I just see him like online, he's a Los Angeles person, I like, plug him to Facebook. And if we have 40 mutual friends, I know he's gay. And if we have zero, I know he's straight. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing, except my approach is a little bit different. I start to look at like, you know, sometimes they have like music interests or, uh, you know, or like look at pictures or they, yeah, I do some like exploration. It's like, oh, you're really into uh, Rihanna. Great. Gay. <laughs> but then, and then what also when they have a profile that's like kind of closed off and you can't see any of that stuff. I also, I know this is definitely incorrect, but like, I just assume gay because they don't want people to find out. I think in, in a Nazi situation, they could just take a bunch of buses to WeHo and just put everybody on it that they find <laughs> i'm here <laughs> um okay we'd like walk on the bus like holding hands like, like, like. <laughs> oh, oh skipping and holding hands oh my god this is gonna be so cute before we all die um so uh we are gonna take a break and then we're gonna do our gays and straightest yeah let's all do right. it let's take a break let's take a break let's take a break this is the part where mike uh, are we back? We're back. <laughs> We're back. We're going to do our gayest and straightest, but first. But first. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash gayishpodcast. We're on Twitter at at gayishpodcast. We're on Instagram Ooh. at gayishpodcast.insta slash follow. <laughs> you can leave us a voicemail or a text message on our hotline, which is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Um, I wanted to read, did you see one of the reviews that someone posted recently? Uh, no. Um, is, it, is it the one guy on Twitter that wants to fuck you real bad? <laughs> No, although I don't think I don't necessarily know that that's true. First of all, and yeah, okay, yeah, oh, okay, okay. I was following this very closely. Apparently, you were when he was talking about how he wants to fuck you real bad, but isn't sure it would work because of your tiny butthole. Which I think, in like related to that, he's saying that he has a big penis. I 
I need to go back and reread some things. <laughs> um, no, but this is about on iTunes. Uh, someone left a review that said, sometimes I feel they should be chaperoned, but I love that they're not. <laughs> That's true. That's like the perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should put that on a t-shirt. I know, right? <laughs> oh, that's that was perfect. Anyway, so gayest and straightest. Let's do a gayest and straightest. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, you go Okay, first. I'll go first. My gayest thing this week uh, is that I went out to um, West Seattle uh, to go hang out with, hang out with some bears that i know and we ended up at the lumber yard which is a relatively new bar um but then one of the people that was in the group i couldn't stop looking at his crotch <laughs> because it it looked like it looked like like one of those big salamis that hangs up at the deli like just I, I don't even I don't know if that was all him that was in there, but I really wanted to find out. Do you think he had that those underwear that you talked about where you like put your dick and balls through the thing to make them stick out? Maybe, but I don't think like I don't know that whatever that was would go through the little hole. <laughs> it was just it was massive and ridiculous. And I I tried not to. I tried to stay engaged and talking to the people I was in this group with, but my eyes just kept going. Ah. Yeah. The straightest thing about me this week actually is this book that i'm reading and i say that only because uh it, like lots and lots of people recommended it to me and they're all straight um it's the name of the wind by patrick rothfuss is it about pocahontas no that's the colors of the wind oh right this is the name of the wind okay. but it's it's a fantasy novel and apparently it's going to be like the next game of thrones too because he's like got two books out and they're waiting for the third one and there's it's going to be a epic thing um it's this giant universe with a lot of intricacies and i'm i'm really i'm really digging it and um but yeah it's pretty straight like there have been there's nothing gay about it so far <laughs> um okay my gayest thing mm -hmm. is Big Frida? I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Frida. Big Frida. Um, so Tom uh, showed, who uh, did his gays and straights at our live show, um, showed me this woman. She, she just has like, super ass control. Like, yeah. Like, she, it's, she like can shake her ass like it's her baby that she wants to kill. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and she just like she goes crazy. She has these songs that like it. It's it's incredible, and I love it. And it, as I was watching it, I was like, "This is so gay," and I love it. Yeah, being gay is so fun sometimes. Well, then there was that. There's that one where they're in a gym or something, and mm -hmm. she's got this army of like eight to twelve year old girls, yeah. and they're doing like the so much twerking. I think uh, Tom said she was like she teaches dance or something. <laughs> so awesome yeah uh, she's from uh, new orleans i think oh okay uh the straightest thing about me is i was uh watching jessica jones yeah uh, the new season which is amazing i haven't finished it but um and there was a lesbian orgy scene Ooh. with trinity from matrix i don't know her new name in this show because it's trinity um and it was like her and carrie Ann moss yeah it is okay so Trinity is in this orgy with uh, like three other girls. And it was incredible. It was at a perfect spot in the show. It was well, really well done. Um, and I just, I was digging the lesbian orgy. A sentence you will never hear me say again. 
Okay, so so Jeffrey, how about you? Uh, your gayest and straightest? Okay, so my gayest has to be Love Simon, which came out this week. <sighs> I want to see it so bad. I've heard about that. It is so good. Um, because I live in Los Angeles and I'm very fancy. I thought last week. Hello, thank you. Um, it's really wonderful. It's special. It's lovely. Um, it's amazing to have this mainstream, mega marketed movie with a gay team lead, just for like young kids to see. Yeah. Um, there are other gay characters in it. There's this really incredible, um, like black, really femme kid who's gay. There's um, other queer characters as well. And there's going to be a ton of think pieces in the coming weeks about how it's not representative of the culture now and how we don't need it. And there's a Time Magazine article about like, is this show too late? And all of the um, critiques about it. Yeah, I agree with. You're exactly right. But at the heart of it, it's also like a really nice movie, and like we need that. Yeah. So that's my gayest of the week. Yeah, um, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Did, I'll, I'll did you it. also see what was that one? Call me by your name. I did. And how how does it stack up for you? So um, it's it's it, it's a teen movie. So it's like High School Musical versus like Cabaret the movie. You know, they're kind of like a little different. In, <laughs> between so you, them. you compared it to High School Musical, so it's better, obviously, because High School Musical is like the pinnacle of you know film achievement. Um, I, I, I pass no judgments on High School Musical or Cabaret. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Um, what about your straightest? Um, I'm reading this book about politics and politics are so straight. I don't know if you guys know that. Um, it is called <laughs> What It Takes. It is in his by Richard Ben Kramer. And it is, oh, wait, I'm holding it right now. It is 1,047 pages. Holy and shit. it is about, yeah, and it really hurts my hands to read. That's what makes it so straight, actually, because it's so heavy. Um, but it is about the um, the 1988 election, the one where George Bush is um, senior as vice president, campaigning for presidents that he ultimately wins. Spoiler alert: history. Um, and it's that election again, it's like dull and heart and the um, intricacies and like what thought goes into it, which now seems laughable since we know there doesn't need to be a lot of thought that goes into it to win the presidency. <laughs> um, but it's just like the most complete uh, thing I've ever read about politics, especially politics today. So I'm like loving that. And that is what it takes by Richard Ben Kramer. Yeah. Reading about a bunch of straight white cis guys. That's pretty straight. <laughs> <laughs> While yes. carrying around heavy objects. <laughs> aka the book um well thank you so much for being on we really appreciate it yeah jeffrey thank you for being on thank you guys thank you mike and kyle yeah uh do you want to plug your next episode or anything um yeah so um we this week we had greg brillanti on who is like the tv king right now he had 10 series either on tv or in the works last year including the flash superdale riverdale um supergirl um uh, he created Mysteries of Laura, Everwood. He did Dawson's Creek. He did so much TV. He directed Love, Simon. And then the other, one of the love interests from Love, Simon, Keenan Lonsdale, he plays Kid Flash on the Flash TV show. He's going to be on our episode next week. And he is a bisexual man from um, Australia. I think wow. he's biracial. He came out last year. So a really cool conversation about somebody who came out of the closet very recently and is still figuring it all out and um, i think that's a really cool place to be and i'm really grateful that he's like so open and happy to chat about that yeah 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 i think uh, isn't bisexual australian sort of sort of redundant 
I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. We appreciate it. This is so much fun. Thank you. And then I hawk is called LGTQ&A, and I'm really fun on Twitter. Follow me. I'm at JeffMasters1. Okay, that's actually, I can actually confirm that uh, Jeffrey's really funny on Twitter, so... And I'm sure also Stop on it, Thank you. <laughs> uh, so uh, the, I don't know. You tell me. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So that's it. That's it. This has been Gayish. A uh, special thank you as always to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And special thank you to Jeffrey Masters from the LGBTQ&A podcast. Yeah. And thank you to Smurfs for their blue discharge. <laughs> going to say to military members but you know yours works too yeah Uh, and thank you to bisexuals you've been putting up with a lot from us lately and you just keep on hanging in there (laughs) that was so they are all so motivated now (laughs) they are so excited revved up pumped up fired up okay yeah thanks thanks, bye people this has been gayish i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz until next week be butch be fabulous be you be 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 bear back bear back bear back bear back (laughs) it's like a chili's ad (laughs) i want my baby bear back baby i want my baby bear back okay bye bye Your words bring Oh